Paul Sizek, his wife, Christy, their friends, Ron and Kelly, have all been around the grocery business for a significant part of their adult lives. Their paths have crossed on multiple occasions, and when they realized they were all exploring a potential market for downtown Tucson, they agreed to join forces and take on the challenge collectively. In a world moving to the supermarket, online delivery, cheap and impersonal service, an independent grocer stands as David to that Goliath. That's how Paul describes it in our interview. Yet the owners of Johnny Gibson's downtown market stand toe-to-toe with Goliath and use customer service, ingenuity, and a human experience to battle for that grocery dollar. Johnny Gibson's market is a unique gathering spot in our urban center. It serves all manner of economically and demographically diverse patrons. After all, as Paul tells us, it's a place for anyone who needs to eat or drink. People where everybody was talking about downtown, Steve Gibson was um, trying to woo Rincon Market to open up another store, but they had their hands full with the catering part of their business. So um, we were looking with um, uh, the guy over here, John Wesley Miller. We were looking at his building and Ronnie and Kelly were talking to Steve. Ronnie and Kelly and I just happened to have a dinner date the day we were looking at Miller's place. And I said, you know something, I'm going to talk to the Rincon folks, because I know they're looking down here. And it was at Kingfisher, and we decided that, what the hell, why are we each looking? Let's just do it together. And that was really it. We just decided that we were going to collaborate, and we knew the two stores couldn't survive. Uh, we didn't even know if one store could survive. So <laughs> anyway, so that's what happened. At Kingfisher, we had some drinks and said, we're going to go to business together. Why downtown? What was the draw for you? It seems like it was not the ideal marketplace for a marketplace. Well, it was really about the modern streetcar nearing its uh, being done. And there was just a lot of uh, marketing going on about downtown. The downtown Tucson partnership was uh, very, very active in trying to get people to come down. The city was very desirous of a grocery store being put in. They were talking to Steve Gibson because he had this big space. Steve was talking to Rincon and, and then to me. And I don't know, I think it was a matter of it was time to do something uh, for us, for Christy and I. And uh, it kind of just, it was uh, serendipity, let's call it that. So you are, are you, you're an independent grocer, is that? Been an independent grocer for our whole lives. Right? And that means what? That means that uh, you are the, the David and the David and Goliath story. Um, you have so much competition with chain stores that you end up being a niche market or a, uh, you know, a quasi-grocery food service establishment, which is kind of what we are. Um, and you try to make it, basically. And downtown was the new frontier, so to speak, the brave new world. And so that's what we did. How long has the store been open? The store has been open since July of 2015. So we've made three years and a few months. So when you, when you opened the store, did you anticipate the, the diversity of, 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 your, of your clientele? I mean, you've got a quite an economically diverse uh, target audience here in downtown. They're right. We are, this is the spectrum. Whatever is downtown economically and socially is now in Johnny Gibson's. And we opened the store on a high-end note. Uh, more gourmet, more natural. That was not what the 
people who are willing to walk into our store because we have no parking lot. That was not really what they wanted. So over time, we skewed the um, offerings to be a bit more mainline, a bit more convenience. But it really was a metamorphosis over over those three years into what we have today, which is what we have today. Now, you're saying uh, construction starting on a lot of new residential developments. They're still a couple of years out, but it's, it's impossible that that might cause you to metamorphize again. Yeah, no, the, the, it is certainly something that is fluid. Um, and um, so, yeah, we're, we're waiting to see what the next wave, uh, or shall I say the real wave of residents in downtown Tucson, as opposed to nighttime visitors uh, and transient people walking past the store just popping in. Uh, I use transit in a very broad sense. Uh, the, uh, but we, yes, we can quickly, if, if we have to, uh, morph into a more full-scale, full-line store. Yes. For, the, for those that are not familiar with this location, um, your store is called Johnny Gibson's Downtown Market. Yes. You are not Johnny Gibson. No, although people mistake me for Johnny Gibson because Johnny was a bodybuilder, and of course with my physique, uh, yeah, we're all laughing right now, guys. <laughs> so uh, how, do, how did Johnny Gibson's Downtown Market come to be? Yeah, it's a, it's a really, really great question because um, it, how come it's not Rincon 2? How come it's not Paul's Market? How come it's not, you know, a, a number of names? Christie's Market, my wife. Um, it was us sitting down with the Gibsons and realizing with Johnny Gibson, who was, you know, Mr. Arizona, Mr. Tucson. Uh, he was the, the, the local barber here for, you know, 50 years, 50-some years. I had the, the gym equipment company, and his gym equipment was quite famous and quite international for many years before Nautilus and those other guys kind of worked him over. Um, he was an icon downtown. And Johnny, of course, wasn't a grocer. The, the key is he was somewhat of a father for downtown. He was a father figure. He took care of homeless people. He cut hair. He made gym equipment. Uh, he spent a little time in the Manhattan Club which was torn down for the, Ron, for the Ronstadt Center. He was, he was a downtown icon, a Tucson icon even. And so when we sat with his family, and Steve in particular, and we, I mean, we cut the deal to, to lease the space and build out the space, it just dawned on me to say, do you mind if we call it Johnny Kipsons? And um, he was absolutely ecstatic, not knowing what it would become, uh, but he was interested in seeing his father memorialized in some way. And uh, it gave a canvas, literally, for some pictorial things about Johnny and his life. Um, and it continued to be a center part of downtown, which Johnny was in a lot of ways. And so um, it, was about, uh, it was about goodwill and, and nostalgia and keeping a little bit of old downtown around while everything else was being transformed. What's a day like? What are some of the challenges that you have? <laughs> What's a day like? I'll tell you um, that a day here is very, very exciting. I've been in this business for my whole life. I've just turned 60, and I've never had more exciting times in downtown. Uh, and, of course, you know, when you're the, when you're the grocer downtown, uh, as opposed to being any other kind of business, you're going to segment... 
uh, into a certain certain kind of clientele based on your business. Well, the market uh, opens the doors to all, and anybody can be in here buying, and so you get all all strata of economic and uh, all all issues regarding maybe substance abuse, homelessness, mental illness. Anybody who needs to eat or drink can come into the market and so that makes for the most eclectic of clientele. And urban areas are known for, you know, all of those strata of individual. So we get it all basically. And so, you know, we're chasing down shoplifters or uh, trying to reason with people who might be um, uh, drunk or high or maybe they're you know depressed or they're just in, just any number of things and so we've counseled people we've fed them uh, we've uh, called the police on them we've tackled them I mean we've done it all in, in, an, in an urban environment when you're dealing with with situations of mental illness or homelessness um, I think a lot of times we see an individual on the streets and that might be the one interaction we have with them but I know in talking with you in the past you might see that individual in your store repeatedly and, and actually be a, a customer of yours yeah and you know that's the that's where the humanization and the empathy uh, and sometimes even relationship starts to happen and the grocer the market was always that place in the community uh, you know, you would meet your neighbors at the market. You would see everybody at the market because everybody was going to the market, and that's kind of what happens down here. And you, and with the, the kind of the cool thing about it is, is that we all have our our peeps, and we all have our places, and we all have our you know our economic situations. But you know what? You get to meet people, some pretty cool people down here that maybe didn't fit. In your in your place before, and or in your life before, and uh, I met some pretty cool people down here uh, that I would not otherwise have rubbed elbows with because they weren't in my church, they weren't in my clubs, they weren't in my my neighborhood, and so that's that's the cool part of it. It's a touchstone for a lot of people, and uh, sometimes it's to get warm, sometimes it's for a kind word. Um, or a glass of water or whatever it happens to be if they, they're down on their luck sometimes it's a free free meal uh, it is what it needs to be I think where we draw the line or where we have to is when things become um, oh I want you know if they become uncivil let's put it that way if it's uncivil that's where we we step in and we hold people accountable for being human even if they're down on their luck they still must, you know, have social um, responsibility, and I think that's once once we recognize that somebody is going to do that and be that for us, then we have a wide berth in terms of how we deal with them and what we can do for them. Or we, we work with Downtown Tucson Partnership and, and help people find places to live and things like that, and places to eat beyond us. Uh, so, you know, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of cool. And uh, as we learn how to develop uh, all the legs of the stool, so to speak, so that if one were cut off, we wouldn't fall over. I like to use that analogy. Um, the, um, 
we could we could always use more support in terms of local local people coming in and spending a dollar or two and helping us out. But that being said, uh, I think the future looks bright for Johnny Gibson's, and it definitely looks very very bright for the downtown community. So um, enjoy it. It is what it needs to be. I like that line quite a bit from that interview. Uh, I'm someone who does shop at Johnny Gibson's quite frequently, and I'm always impressed with their ability to adapt to uh, the variety of clientele that they have in there from the top echelon uh, all the way down to some of those struggling the most. Now, our interview took quite a, a philosophical bend, something I wasn't completely expecting in, in uh, heading into that. Uh, we did edit a lot of that as we typically do for the show, but you can hear much more, um, of the interview by heading over to Facebook and listening to that extended version. You know, Paul tells us his story uh, as a young man uh, in Chicago, growing up in a grocery family and how the values he displays today are the result of many years of crafting them in the grocery business, you know, prepared food, catering, human, human interaction, uh, community service. These are things that he feels distinguishes them from the inevitability of online delivery and, and uh, other mechanisms which favor those larger chains. And he also talks about why it's important that a place like Johnny Gibson's downtown market finds its way uh, in this competitive food service world. So if you're interested in the human story, if you're interested in the, um, the, the local emphasis of buying local, uh, head over to Facebook and listen to the extended interview with uh with paul there about johnny gibson's downtown market and of course we'll link over to their store as well 